Hey guys, welcome back to Too Pretty to Be Unhappy. I first and foremost want to thank all of you for uh, tuning in to last week's episode. It was a bit of a heavy one, but I thought that it was important to start there because a lot of the stories and experiences that I want to share with you guys are all going to come back to surrounding around that one topic of mental health and my journey and things like that. So I thought it was important to address that first and foremost up front. So that way, kind of the rest of this makes sense to you guys. So yeah. So uh, because last week was a little bit heavier, um, I thought that this week it would be nice to do a bit of a lighter topic. After I started my mental health journey and I moved back uh, to my hometown, um, I kind of felt for a couple years that I needed for me personally to stay put, find a routine, and really focus on beginning to heal, you know, that that part of my life. Um, I needed the support from my friends and family, and I really had no desire at that point to travel. Whereas in the past, I was quite nomadic. Uh, I was constantly moving to new places, uh, traveling to different places. And once I started focusing on my mental health and addressing my issues, I had kind of lost that spark to travel. And this past, gosh, it's got to be spring or summer, I found that spark somehow again of wanting to see the world and wanting to travel. And I feel like in the past when I've wanted to do this, I've always come up with an excuse as to why I'm not going to do it. And my biggest one was, well, I have no one to go with. As a 32-year-old who is single, you know, had a a good job um, and didn't have the expenses that some of my friends did from kids or looking to buy a house, um, getting married. They were at a different part in their life than I was. And they weren't at a place where, you know, they wanted to or could travel. And so I always felt like I was saying, oh, well, you know, when their kids grow, I'll, I'll wait to go with them. Or, oh, I can't go because I have nobody to go with. And something sparked in me. And I said, I don't want to wait anymore. I had the flexibility to be able to start that journey again, start start that part of my life again. And so I reached out to a good friend from college someone who's not only a friend, but someone I really look up to, my friend Allie, and who is also a big traveler. Um, She's incredible. She uh, has lived in China before. She um, is known for her travel. She studied abroad. And so I knew she was the perfect person and the perfect resource to go to to ask about this. And I said, you know, Al, like I feel like I'm at a place in my life where I'm ready to start traveling again. I don't know what to do. And I am going to be going by myself. But how do I go about this? Where do I start? 
So she pointed me in the direction of a couple travel companies that specialize in this. They specialize in solo travel. Um, They specialize in travel for people from 18 to 35 and people that just want to get out there and see the world, but they don't know exactly where to start. So after researching, I found this one travel company, Kentucky. Something in me has always really wanted to see Croatia, and I, I couldn't tell you why. And people ask me, they're like, why did you pick Croatia? And I'm like, I have no idea. I just felt like I wanted to see it, and I felt some type of pull to go there and, and experience it. So I signed up with Kentucky for a trip. Uh, for late July, early August. And that trip changed my life over 10 days. The experiences I had, the people I met, the food I ate, the culture I was able to take in and be immersed in was absolutely incredible. Let me back up a bit. So when I booked this trip, I had actually booked two trips at one time. I booked a solo trip to Croatia through this company and I booked another solo trip to Italy for September. I'm getting ready to go. It's the day that I'm leaving and uh, I had a late flight and I'm packing. I I don't know what to bring. I, I've never experienced something like this. I've never done anything like this. So of course you overpack and nothing was fitting in my suitcase and I just started to become very overwhelmed and I started to feel my anxiety. My mom came over to say goodbye and you know wish me a good trip and I hugged her and I just started crying and I was like she was like are you okay how are you feeling I was like I'm scared and I was like I'm so excited but I'm scared and she told me, she goes, Amanda, she goes, you do not have to do this if you don't want to. And I looked at her and I said, no, I have to do this. I owe it to myself to do this. I have been wanting to travel. I have been wanting to go out and see the world. I'm at a part in my life where if I'm not, if I don't do it now, I might never do it. And At this part of my healing journey, I did feel like I was ready and like I was ready to take this next step. I am on my way to the airport and I have such anxiety and I'm shaking and I'm nervous and because it's terrifying. It's terrifying going and going alone, knowing, I mean, of course, I was meeting up with a, a really great tour group with people that I knew were my age, but with that also comes a lot of anxiety and we'll we'll kind of get dive into that a little bit more. But let me tell you, one of the greatest decisions of my entire life was to take this leap of faith and to take this risk and and just go and enjoy it. My mentor has told me who is very well traveled, my mentor Devanshi, she's incredible. And she has told me that some of her greatest education in life has come from travel. And I fully, thoroughly believe that now. Taking this leap of faith on myself and taking 
this this risk was so worth it and it was so empowering people say you know what is it like to travel alone and I say it's empowering and I honestly think that having those experiences over the last couple months give me the confidence to start this podcast it was truly an incredible experience and so what I want to do is break down kind of my top 10 tips for people who have considered solo travel they're not really sure where to start they're not really sure what to do so I would love to get into that with you guys now I have 10 quick tips and I can give a little bit of a backstory as far as what I experienced on my two trips to Croatia and Italy um as far as what I learned and and things like that so um so we can get into that now Number one, my first tip it would be to just book it. Book it, do it, make the commitment to go on this trip. If you feel like you're waiting for the right time to go, it's never going to happen. It's never going to feel like the right time. Life is way too short not to spend time with yourself and have these experiences. And I feel like I waited so long and I put off traveling and going because I had all, every excuse in the book. The first excuse was, well, I have nobody to go with. And, you know, because a lot of my friends are at a different point in their lives. And, you know, I, I don't want to go alone. And another big excuse that I kind of had for myself was that, I thought I couldn't travel or I didn't deserve to travel because of the way that I look and the weight that I am. And I would always say, well, when I lose the weight, I'm going to go. I'm going to travel because I, I want my pictures to look great. I, I want my pictures to be beautiful and I can't go until I lose the weight. And I was allowing that to hold me back. Now looking back on it, I'm like, that is so ridiculous. That is absolutely ridiculous. Because I am worthy of taking a chance on myself and allowing myself this incredible experience to see the world and meet new people. And it doesn't matter the size that I am. But when I tell you that that was one of the biggest things that was holding me back for so long... Now looking back on it, I I can't even believe that I allowed myself to think that way. So number one, book it. Do it. Make the commitment because you owe it to yourself. Second, I would say is research the different travel companies if you want to go that route. I went the route of a travel company because it was nice to go alone, but it's nice to meet up with a group of people who are also there for the same reason. So just because you meet up with a travel company or like a travel group doesn't mean that you're not going alone. Like I went by myself without knowing anybody and I was scared to death. And that is traveling alone. It was nice to meet up and use a travel company like Kentucky. A lot of the travelers that I was with were also alone. So I knew that they were in the same boat as me. Two, 
they were the experts. They had amazing trip managers and they were the experts on that region and on that trip and made sure that you saw exactly what you needed to see to have the best uh, experience there. So, but every travel company is different and, you know, the way they run their trips and things like that. So I would recommend research the travel companies that that you're thinking about. Some have a little bit of a heavier party aspect. Some have a little bit more of like if you're into more of the history of the country aspect. Um, some are a, li- a little bit more relaxed. Some of them are adventure based or, you know, high intensity, which is great too. So whatever you think best fits your personality, definitely do your research and do your research on, you know, the type of travel company if you're going to go that direction that you want to book with. Just to make sure that the experience fits the type of person and traveler that you are. Number three, I would say is going into this experience with an open mind and removing yourself from your comfort zone. So take yourself out of your safety zone. Take yourself out of your comfort zone and open your mind. Open your mind up to allow different experiences. For me, I didn't know much about Croatia originally, but it's someplace that I didn't know a lot of people that that I knew ha- who have traveled have been there. And so I wanted to experience it. I was like, Amanda, open your mind up to someplace new that, you know, not everybody goes to. And, you know, opening your mind up and taking yourself out of your comfort zone is the only way that you can really grow. And you're going to have the most amazing experience. And opening your mind up and allowing yourself to try new things, try new foods, meet new people, immerse yourself in new cultures. You can meet some of the coolest people on the other side of the world. And that's awesome. So just by allowing yourself, number one, to come out of your comfort zone of even booking a trip by yourself and doing that for yourself is so important. And just opening your mind up to the different experiences. Allow yourself to be immersed in the culture. Allow yourself to be immersed in their traditions. Um, For example, one of the greatest memories that I have from my Italy trip is uh, we were in Naples and we were on a food tour. And this food guide, um, he, our very last stop, he said, was a very exclusive place. And it was actually his mother's home. And so we all went up there and she lived in this beautiful apartment with this beautiful balcony and uh, rooftop space that overlooked all of Naples. They took us there and we sat. They, she made us pasta and her husband made us pasta from their kitchen. Literally like the most authentic Italian food that you can have made directly from their kitchen. We sang traditional uh, um, Napolitano 
songs. We danced traditional Napolitano dances. We learned funny, fun Napolitano hand gestures. And just opening your mind to a new culture and the authenticity, it's one of the greatest experiences that you can have. So that was incredible. So definitely open your mind. Take yourself out of your comfort zone. I mean, booking the trip in general is taking yourself out of the comfort out of your comfort zone. So I'm proud of you. For number four was actually one that I really struggled with personally. So number four is remove those negative thoughts that you're having about yourself and what you think other people are having about you. Because trust me, they're not. I, again, was so nervous to go on a trip like this because of the way that I looked and because of my weight and because I wasn't happy with myself initially. And I was so afraid of people looking at me and making fun of me in their mind or criticizing the way that I looked or the way that I talked. And that was something that was really tough for me. And honestly, shame on me for assuming the worst. Believe it or not, there are so many more kind people in this world than unkind. Thank God. And I thought to myself, I was like, Amanda, like, you wouldn't think these negative thoughts about someone. You wouldn't criticize someone for the way that they look. Why are you assuming automatically that everyone's doing these things about you? And they're not. I have met some of the greatest people on these trips, both in my tour group and in these different cities and countries that I visited. And when I tell you I was met with nothing but kindness and love and support and connections from people, I can't believe that I had those negative thoughts to begin with. And of course, you know, everyone goes into something new, especially when you're an adult. We all know it's kind of hard to make friends when you're especially an adult. You you automatically think like, well, what if they don't like me? What if, what if no one wants to hang out with me on this trip and I'm alone for the next 10 days? What if I don't fit in with anybody? And of course, those are all normal, natural thoughts to have, right? Don't allow them to control you and to control your experience. And definitely don't allow them to stop you from having that experience or to hold you back from having that experience. Because there are a lot of kind people in this world. And I have met some of the greatest people I have ever met from different parts of the world on these trips. Number five is allow yourself to make new friends. Open yourself up to make new friends. It's the best way to enjoy this new experience. And it's also funny because you will find that no matter what part of the world you come from, whether it be the United States, whether it be South Africa, whether it be Australia, 
whether it be England, you will be able to find a lot more similarities between yourself and others, no matter where you come from. And it's, it's, it's honestly kind of beautiful and special to see that we're not that much different from each other. And until you allow yourself to experience this and travel and meet new people, you'll never fully understand that. Like I said, I've met some of the most incredible people on these trips. And I now have a friend from South Africa. Shout out, Nakara. I have amazing friends from Australia. Shout out, Laura and Kira and Lana and everybody else. And you know, friends from England, Alfie, I hope you're watching this. And it was so nice because people that go on these kinds of trips, they don't suck. Like I, I, I feel like that is one of the things where it's like, what if they don't like me? What if they're mean? What if, you know, they, they say, what if they're bullies? What if they're blah, blah, blah? No, no, no. Because people who do these kinds of things and take these kind of risks and spend this kind of money to have these trips and experiences and stuff, they're good people and they're fun people. And you got to look at yourself. And it's like, all right, would I go on this trip and be mean to someone? Would I go on this trip and, you know, have negative thoughts or have negative criticism or make fun of... No. God, I hope not. And if you are... Please don't watch my podcast. But like, no, like, it's so nice to also make new friends, learn about their cultures, learn about what they do for work, um, where else they've traveled to. Because trust me, once you catch the bug, it you, you're you're done. You, you're in for. You're you're traveling all over the place, and to hear from them all of these different beautiful places that they have traveled to, you add it to your bucket list. Not to mention the fact that now I have like four or five new countries that I want to visit because I've met these people and I want to see them again. That has honestly been the new friendships because we all know it's a little hard to make friends as an adult. This type of experience will connect you to people all over the world who are truly not much different from you. And that is a really beautiful thing. And thank God for the power of things like social media that allow us to stay connected to each other and to root each other on from tens of thousands of miles away and to connect with each other from around the world. And it's, it's honestly awesome. So I know that we just talked about you know, making new friends, spending time with them on your trip and getting to know new people. Um, but one important thing too is to have that balance of spending time by yourself as well on these trips. It's super important to have some time to yourself in a new setting, experiencing a new culture, eating new food, drinking new drinks, and to take some time in silence, because when you're by yourself, you're typically pretty silent, to just take in the setting and to look around and be grateful and thankful for what you have. 
and to be there and to have this experience. And so one important thing that I did learn, especially on my first trip in Croatia, was to take some time for myself. So during these types of trips, they have different tours or experiences and extra experiences that you can sign up for or you cannot. So if you sign up for it, you obviously you go, you do it. That's really fun. But if you don't, that's fine too. And you just, you kind of have that free time to yourself. Certain activities and experiences and kind of like the extra add-ons of tours and things like that, that I wanted to do, but I strategically picked ones that I didn't do, or I knew that some of the other people were doing so that it did allow me some time by myself. Because you're going to find two, you're going to go into this experience being like, oh my God, what if I'm alone the whole time? Oh my God, what if I have no one to hang out with? No, 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 man. You're almost, it's almost going to be the opposite. You're going to be looking for time away and for some time by yourself. And that's okay. I remember walking through the streets of Dubrovnik and I had my Kindle with me, avid reader, and I was... I would just walk the streets. I would look in the shops. I would sit, enjoy a glass of wine at, you know, one of the little places there that had outdoor seating. I would drink my glass of wine, read a chapter of my book, sit in silence, people watch, and then get up, move to the next place. You know, look into different shops, talk with new people, sit at a new place, drink a glass of wine, enjoy a nice glass of wine read another chapter of my book and having that time by myself to just sit, relax and reflect during this journey was incredible. It was a nice balance for me as a traveler to go from, you know, the intensity of, you know, all these new different personalities and being together all the time. It's really, really fun. And like you're you're having so much fun, but to have those kind of moments of rest and exhale and relaxation to have some time to yourself, collect your thoughts. I love, you know, getting to know, meeting new people, making new friends, but it's also really important for you to take that time while you're in this situation to take some time for yourself and explore by yourself and get lost in a city. Like, roam the streets and go down different walkways and take pictures of every flower that you see and every meal that you eat and every glass of wine that you drink and just have those times for you during this amazing experience. Number seven which I think it's very important, obviously, to talk about, especially being whether you're a woman traveler or you're young or or anything, is to be smart and to be safe. Traveling alone can be really, really empowering. But we live in a world where bad things can happen, unfortunately. And it is so important for you to stay smart and stay vigilant and trust your gut. If you're in a situation 
when you're away. That feels wrong. It's probably wrong. And you should do what you need to do to remove yourself from that situation in the safest way possible. It can be scary going away, experiencing new things, being in new places that are unknown to you. And if you're not used to it, sometimes you can feel unsafe. On the trips that I have done, and especially with this tour group, I had never felt unsafe. And, you know, I don't know if it's because of the places that I visited or the people I was with. Thankfully, I did not experience feeling unsafe. But I know from, you know, reading other people's experiences and such and the warnings that our trip managers gave us, they know that, you know, especially as an American, you can be a target as, you know, especially an an American woman. It feels like common sense, but sometimes it's not. And it's like, just be safe and be smart. Things like making sure that your hotel room door is locked. One of the the greatest things that fashion, I think, has done for us is bringing the bum bag into play because I wore a bum bag every single day in front of me on my person when I was away. And that's where I kept my money, my ID, my everything. And it was nice because it was directly in front of me. And so that way I wasn't a target for pickpocketers. So it's certain things like that that you just need to be conscious of and cognizant of. I think it's important for people to know that I don't want you to to be scared or nervous to travel alone because of your safety. If you're smart and you're thoughtful and you take care of yourself, you're going to be okay. And that's not going to play a factor in your travel. It's one thing also you got to be cognizant when you're doing things like drinking. I enjoy drinking. I enjoy consuming a nice glass of wine at dinner. Um, you know, we we went out some nights on these trips and we actually went to this place called the Rave Cave and it was so freaking fun. And you're in these different bars and it's fun and you're meeting all these new people, but you still have to stay vigilant. You still have to stay knowing and understanding your surroundings, being aware of your surroundings, being aware of who's around you, who oddly might be following you if you feel that way. If I could just say one thing, you, you got to stay smart. You got to you got to trust your gut. You know, there's no reason to be walking back to your hotel after going out to a nightclub at, you know, 4 a.m. Take the Uber. You're, you paid for this trip. Like, take the Uber. Save yourself. Like, just just for that extra bit of comfort. And that is one thing that if people's finances are not my it's not my business. However, if it's one thing that I can say is that if there's a route or an option that might cost a little bit more money, but you know that you're going to be safe, take it. Because you don't want this beautiful experience ruined by something like that. So just stay smart, stay safe, watch your drinks. I, and I would honestly, I would say that even at home, like when you're home, everybody needs to stay vigilant and everybody needs to stay smart, not just when you're traveling. Um, so yeah, just so that way that doesn't factor into your wonderful experience that you're going to have. I want everyone to be safe and be able to enjoy this experience to the fullest extent.
So number eight, I would say is it's important to listen to your body and stay healthy on these trips. You have anywhere from a week to a month, depending upon how long you want to do these trips for, whatever. And you want to be able to enjoy every single moment of those trips and not be knocked down by a cold or a cough or um, exhaustion. And trust me, these types of trips can be exhausting because you want to see so much and you want to see as much as you can because you don't know when you're going to be able to get back. So it's really important during these trips to not push yourself and to listen to your body. Airborne vitamins, vitamin C is going to be your best friend. Hand sanitizer, bestie. Like you have got to stay on top of it every single morning. Bring, Bring vitamins, bring airborne, bring vitamin C. Make sure you're drinking enough water. Because it's really easy to forget those things when you're in and amongst the fun and the and the culture and it's great. It can be really easy to forget about those things until it catches up with you and you're on like day four and then you're down for the count for two or three days. Like that sucks. You just paid all this money to go. You want to enjoy it. So that is one thing definitely that I would make sure that you keep top of mind is keep yourself healthy during this. Now... Less with my Croatia trip because that was a little bit more, we had more downtime, it was a little bit more relaxing. But when I went to Italy, we did, God, it had to have been, was it 15 or 17 days? And we saw like 12 or 14 cities in that time. That's insane. And like, it was, it was, it was awesome. Please. It was incredible. And it was an awesome way to see the country. We traveled the entire country, north, south east west we were all over the place and we were checking into a hotel at three o'clock one day checking out at 8 a.m the next day for the bus to get to get on and we were out all night and we're up early in the morning and it's like with that kind of trip you especially need to listen to your body because there were multiple nights I know myself and you know your body and you know what you can handle and what you can take. And there were nights where I decided, hey, listen, you know what? After dinner, I'm not going to go out tonight. I'm not going to go out to the club. I'm not going to go out to the bars. I got to go back. I need a good night's sleep. We got to check out of this hotel by like 8 a.m. And I know we're going to this place tomorrow and I want to feel good and refreshed. I think having that discipline on myself was really important and a great way for me to be able to enjoy my trip. Because I don't know about you guys, but I know when I don't get enough sleep, I get cranky. I'm tired and my energy and motivation is down. And I talked about in the last episode about like my mental health and kind of my triggers, what I talk about with my therapist, which is my energy, my motivation, my sleep. And a lot of it has to do around my sleep. And I'm just the type of person, you know, like I need like eight hours And there are some people who are good on five. There are some people who are good on six. More power to you. I'm so happy. Just know that about yourself. Know what is good for you and what you need in order to be able to continue this trip as your best self. There was a day in Italy where 
I started to feel a scratchy throat and congestion. And I was like, shit, here it comes. Like, and it's because you're running, you're in a new environment, new germs and things like that. So prep yourself. Bring with you on your trip vitamin C, airborne, cold medicine, whatever it is that you're going to need. Because mine was gone, thank God, in like 24 hours and then I was fine. But it was because I took note of it. I was taking care of it. And, you know, I was sleeping. I was allowing myself sleep and relaxation during these trips that can kind of seem like and kind of be go, 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 go. You got to put you got to put boundaries. You got to set boundaries on these trips and set boundaries with yourself, set boundaries with the people that you're with and know like, nah, man, can't go out tonight. I, I got to go to bed. And then there are those nights where, hell yeah, you're going out because you don't have a checkout until like noon or you're not leaving the next day. And it's like, let's go. Let's have fun. And that's amazing. And that's great. So enjoy those nights. But just, you know, keep a check on yourself and know yourself, know your body, listen to your body, stay healthy. Number nine. They're going to laugh, but it's very true. Number nine is wear comfortable shoes. Wear comfortable shoes because when I tell you minimum, you're putting in 20,000 steps a day. And I don't know about you. I don't put in 20,000 steps a day. And I was so thankful that I packed, you know, my sneakers, my comfortable shoes. I'm going to tell you, if you're going to go on a trip like this or like a tour guide trip or something like that, like you don't need your heels, especially if you're going to Europe and stuff just because of the roads and cobblestone and stuff like that. Um, But you are going to thank yourself when you are comfortable enough to enjoy walking, exploring. It's so important. Wear your comfortable shoes so that that's not something that gets in the way of your experience or your day or you're like, oh, I don't want to go here tonight because my feet just hurt so bad and I don't want to walk. Because especially when you leave the U.S., it's a lot of walking, like anywhere. That's just what a lot of the cultures do. And so it's important that you are comfortable enough walking. So bring your sneakers and they can be cute too in these in your photos. Like especially with where fashion is at now and the sneaker culture. Bring your cute sneakers. Bring your cute Nikes, your Air Force Ones. I am a big um, Air Max 90 fan. Those were very comfortable. Dress for comfort. Dress to be, you know, and of course, I'm the type of person where it's like a part of this fun journey is wearing cute outfits. Like a part of the fun of going on vacation and trying these things is like wearing your cute outfits and taking those great pictures and enjoying it. And like I I get that and I totally agree. But I would dress for comfort over anything else. It really is going to affect and impact your time. I think that you'll thank me after. So just guys, pack the sneakers. Okay. Leave the leave the heels at home. Number 10. And this is something that you're going to continue to do over not only your first trip, but maybe your second trip, your third, whatever. Learn the type of traveler that you are. This is going to be so important to how you 
have your experiences on on these trips. So when I say learn the type of traveler you are, I learned a lot about the type of traveler I was from Croatia to Italy. There were two completely different trips. One, I literally boarded a sailboat in Croatia, in Split Croatia, and that was my home for the next week. What was nice about that trip was that my hotel, the boat, moved with me everywhere we went. We sailed to different parts of Croatia and different islands and things like that throughout the whole trip. But my belongings, my room, my bed, my everything was with me for the full week. So I didn't have to pack, unpack, you know, all that kind of stuff, which can be stressful. And it was a bit more relaxing. Uh, There was more downtime and and stuff. Um, You had time to like, we would dock every day, like out in the middle of the Adriatic and swim. And it was so fun. It's so wild. If you've ever been, I've never been swimming in this type of water before, but there is so much salt that you literally like float. You, you don't even, you don't got to move. There's like, there's no treading water. There's none of that. And there's literally so much salt that it's like, you're so buoyant. And it was like, it was weird, but incredible. Look at that. An experience that I had. I never thought that I'd be say that I swam in the Adriatic. That was something where it was a bit more laid back. We were swimming. We were then, you know, swimming during the afternoon. Then we would dock at like our new port around three o'clock, explore the city ourselves or take a tour or something like that. And so I really liked that. But one thing that was really important to me was on these types of trips, you can either choose to room with someone, a one roommate or two roommates or whatever, whether you're traveling with someone or it's a it's a random um, like pairing or for a little bit more money, you can have your own room. So I was really the only one on both of my trips who chose to pay a little bit more for my own room. Now, that was something that I said, you know what? This is worth the money to me because I, I know the type of person that I am. I know that I am going to need some time away and I'm going to need some privacy during these 10 days, especially on a new experience. I I felt like my room was like my home base and my safe space during each of these trips. I mean, I also live alone, so I'm kind of used to having my own space and I'm not really used to sharing a space with anyone. But, you know, I was lucky enough that I was able to have my own room And that was something that was a priority to me was to be able to have my own space. Now, some people like they love the experience of having a new roommate and that is incredible and amazing. And I know some people that like became besties with their roommates and that's awesome. And that was one thing that ran through my head. I was like, am I not going to have a roommate? And then not kind of have that buddy already like kind of automatically like filled in as like you're my friend because you're my roommate and I'm immediately not alone. But on these types of trips, I learned it doesn't matter if you have your own room, if you're sharing a room with three people, two people, whatever, because everyone is there to get to know each other. So just because you choose to stay in a room by yourself, if that's what you choose, that doesn't mean that it's going to interfere with your trip of meeting new people as long as you are willing to put yourself out there. Now, if I chose to have my own room and then sat by myself for lunch and then sat and then swam by myself and then went on these tours by myself and never hung out with anyone, then that's that's on me. That's my doing. But I knew I was like, listen, you have your own room. So you need to really put yourself out there and you need to 
choose to sit with different people at lunch each day and choose to hang out with different people when you go out each night and just so that you can get to know each other and uh, make new friends and things like that. So that's one thing that I did learn is that I am that type of traveler where I'm like, listen, like I need to be able to have kind of that safe space, that privacy for myself to be able to unwind, kind of reflect, get my thoughts together. Sleep is very important to me, be able to make sure that I could have my sleep the way that I need it in order to be able to fully, you know, experience and enjoy this trip the way that I wanted to. So that's one big thing I would say is, you know, you need to know the type of traveler you are. Another thing that I learned about myself too was the types of way that I like enjoying consuming information and history and things like that about these different places that I'm traveling to. You go on these trips and like you join these tours and it's so great. But like some of the tours are like those typical like, you know, you have a tour guide. There's like 40 of you walking around like like a beehive, like we're just walking around these cities. You've got that little earpiece in your ear and like the pack and they're like talking to you. And like this tour guide is like explaining all of the history and stuff. And you're listening to it and you're and I personally for me, I found that wildly annoying. I was not retaining really any of the information that was being, you know, said from this this tour guide who was lovely. He loves what he does, or all of them. All of them love what they do because we did this a couple times. And I realized quickly that that just wasn't for me. That wasn't the type of tour that I liked. And some people love it. And I'm so happy. And that is great. And some people love that type of, that, you know, structure of a tour. I just realized like, okay, this isn't the type of structure that I enjoy. So... I set the boundary and I I would, you know, decide I'll choose to go somewhere else or I'll do something else or I won't sign up for that type of tour because I am also the type of traveler that I've learned that I love just like getting lost in a city and just walking around and like teaching myself or finding things and exploring things on my own and talking to new people and learning that way. So I learned that that's kind of the, the type of traveler I am. You don't know when you're going to be able to get back to this. So like you want to enjoy every second. So make sure you're choosing the things that you want to do and that make you happy on these trips. I also learned on the type of traveler, like we said before, I need my sleep. I, you know, I like to go out just like any other person and with the rest of them and enjoy. But like sometimes I'm like, you know what? By 1230, I'm tired. I'm done. Like I'm not out until 4 a.m. Sometimes I am. Sometimes I'm not. But like. You just, you make that decision. You listen to your body. You figure out what you like, what you don't like. And you start to learn these things about yourself. And you take these experiences and these learnings into your next trip and into your next trip and into your next trip. Traveling alone is so empowering. Taking yourself out of your comfort zone and allowing yourself to have these new experiences, even if they scare you, is so worth it. And it's so fulfilling. And I have found through this journey of mine that I've been on that I'm looking for new things to fulfill me and to keep my passion going and to look forward to. Traveling alone has been a way that I have prioritized myself. And I think that that's been a really great learning for me. And I hope that someone else who maybe hasn't traveled before alone can take this and and decides that they're ready to take 
that leap of faith and that risk on themselves too. I come back to this quote that my most recent tour manager from Kentucky, Lindsay, shout out Lindsay, said, and it's traveling can change your life if you let it. And dear God, it's so true. What you learn, the people you meet, the experiences that you have, it completely changes your perspective on life. It changes the way that you see the everyday because you come home and you're back in your routine and you're back, you know, doing the same old thing that you're always doing, but your mind has changed a little bit. And the way that you see things in the daily changes a little bit. And that is so beautiful. And I mean it when I say that every single person that I've met, at least over these last few trips, tour managers, people, friends, have changed my life. And these two trips truly changed my life. And I cannot wait to continue and to book the next trip and to experience new things and meet new people. I truly do believe that going on these trips and gaining a new sense of confidence of being able to do this and being like, shit, I did it. Like, I went away. Like, I did that by myself. I navigated a new country where people didn't speak my language and places I've never been. And I did that by myself. Hell yeah. Like, I did it. I'm proud of myself. And I want you to be proud of yourself. I really think that it just created, it helped me create the confidence to even do something like this, like start this podcast. And it was so wonderful to meet so many people from around the world who felt the same way that I did. I didn't have any friends to travel with, but I I didn't want that to hold me back. Guys, do it. Book the trip. Take that leap of faith on yourself. Travel. And allow yourself to grow and grow through travel. I like to say, travel far enough that you meet yourself. Because the growth that you'll do as a person is going to be really beautiful. That's it for this episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. Um, It is your love and support that keeps me going. I would really appreciate it if you guys could like, share, comment, subscribe, and share this podcast with as many people as we can so that we can all continue this healing journey together. All right, guys, we'll see you next week. Stay pretty.